0: Today's TripCast is presented by the Afia Center. When Texas politicians limit reproductive choices, black women pay the price. Black women in Texas experience higher rates of HIV and AIDS, increased barriers to health care, including abortion, and greater maternal mortality. Make Texas a place where black women can thrive. Go to theafiacenter.org today to learn how to join the fight for reproductive justice.
1: Texas talking, oh, what was that that you said? Texas talking, ah, oh, gonna hoop upside your head. Texas talking, oh, tell me who can you trust when Texas got some oh, yeah,
2: Texas got some oil. Texas talking, ah. Oh, My name's Joseph Kopser. I'm a Democratic candidate for Texas's 21st Congressional District running against Lamar Smith. I spent 20 years in the United States Army with two trips to Iraq. As a businessman, i built and sold a company focused on transportation solutions, and as a dad, my wife and I, we've raised three daughters. I'm now returning to public service to represent the people of Central Texas. Enjoy this week's Tribcast. Now, here's your host, Emily Ramshaw.
0: Thank you. This is Emily Ramshaw here with the hopefully final Wednesday of the legislative session, the regular legislative session. No chance that is.
1: It has to be the last Wednesday of the regular one. I am oh, joined. Okay, I'm fact, joined
0: fact, by fact, a few fact, usual suspects: uh, CEO Evan Smith. Hi. Oh, that was brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, executive. I'm
1: going to waste Representative
2: Coleman's
0: time. It. It Come on, you just. Said so. Executive editor Ross Ramsey. Howdy. And political reporter Patrick Svitek. Good morning. And for the first few minutes here, before he heads back to kill several bills, we have State Representative Garnet Coleman.
3: Great to be here with y'all. And
0: thanks for joining us. Thanks for running over from the other building. So, because we only have you uh, briefly here, tell us when you got news last night that the Senate was uh, using one of your uh, pretty straightforward county affairs bills to uh, tack on the bathroom bill and forty-seven other amendments. Oh, well,
3: I got a bunch of texts uh, <laughs> and. Uh, the funny thing was, I kept saying to them, don't worry about it, because uh, that bill doesn't have any life left in it at all. And even before it hit the floor, it didn't.
2: The reporting on this, that you, you made sure that there was nothing you cared about in that bill, so when the time came, you could kill it, is true? <laughs>
3: well, that is true, and and actually, what I wanted to see is, I wanted to test them on it a second time, to see if they if the Senate would be thoughtful about any of this, and of course, they weren't. Uh, and the, the reality is that, uh, the bill has a lot of value if you do it right. It has no value if you do it wrong. And bills that are dying, that had they not done all this other stuff, that are good public policy would be alive today, but for that. And, and that's what happened last session. But, you know, the Senate rather be cute than productive.
0: I don't know if I'd identify the Senate as cute. Well, they try <laughs> to be. It's, would,
1: so it's basically a county affairs omnibus bill that that's grabs a lot of stuff, and that makes it susceptible to amendment.
3: Always. Right? But it, it went out the House with none. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, I used to do this when I did Medicaid. We'd do a Medicaid shell, which would be a catch-all for bills that— it's a safety net for right. bills that need to pass. Right. And it 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 didn't start becoming a problem until Patrick became lieutenant governor.
0: So what is your? So first of all, this bill comes back to the House, and what happens? Are you just gonna? We're not spike to it? I'm not
3: gonna do anything. I'm not gonna bring it up on items eligible. As, as, you, as the author, you have the power to decide
2: that this bill doesn't go forward. Oh, that's correct. Yes, right. mm-hmm. that's
3: exactly right. There's, there's nothing author. that
2: anybody could do, the Freedom Caucus or the Speaker or anybody else could do to gin, gin this up so that it comes back up. Nobody.
3: Yeah. And
0: there's nothing else you need on it, like you said.
3: No, I, I didn't have any provisions in it so of what, my own. I didn't right. have any. So so it's it's one of those things where I already knew this was going to happen. Why would I count on a bill to move some of my legislation or legislation of the members of the county affairs committee? It's up to the Senate to decide whether or not they have things that they want to do on that. And obviously, all they cared about was talking about bills that died in the House and adding them to that bill. Well, you know, they spent two hours for nothing. Yep.
0: So then what happens now? I mean, are we destined for a special session? Is there going to be, do you think conference committee on this bathroom legislation will work out some kind of deal? What is your prediction? You've done
3: this before. Uh, Honestly, odds are a special session have been since the start of the session. I, I honestly believe that it would be on the budget, that the budget would get scuttled and that would force it because Abbott has to call it if the budget isn't scuttled. And the question is, what does Abbott want to do? Because I don't think it's in Abbott's interest. If Pat, we have a special session and Patrick gets ten to twenty million dollars in earned media to run against Abbott, so so that's why he wants it. That's
2: why he Patrick wants it. That's why that? he
3: Patrick wants it.
2: But isn't there this theory that you all are presented with two unpleasant choices? One is accept the bathroom bill as inevitable. That you may you may challenge that premise, uh, or go into a special kill it now. And then go into a special where the call can include a whole bunch of other stuff that you thought you had killed that pops back up like the killer at the end of a horror movie.
3: That's right. That's that's the risk that people have to take. Uh, but we don't blink. So we can have three special sessions and it not happen.
2: You're unambivalent about the prospect of it being worse if you
3: go to a special. Right. Because the house doesn't have to bring up anything if we don't want to. We, we don't have to. We don't. You can put it on a call. We don't have to hear it. How strong is the resolve, do you think,
1: in the House, and I'm including Republicans here, you know. and, and Right. And I'm the not talking sure. about it as a Democrat. I'm talking so, about
3: it as a House member.
1: But I'm, how how strong is the resolve not to go any further with the bathroom bill or with property taxes, say, or with some of this other stuff? I think, the,
3: I think the, res, the resolve is very strong, particularly on the property taxes. Hmm. I mean, uh, you know, the reality is our rural members, we have more rural members than they do. Right. And it is so bad for them. But we already know from the, the caps in Houston how bad it is. We don't have to wait for a pilot. Yeah. We, we know.
2: Right. But if I'm looking back on the history of this session, the 13 members of the Freedom Caucus dominated the 82 members of the non-Freedom Caucus on the Republican side and really drove much of the conversation to a degree Different from what they had in the past. How do we know? Yeah, we
3: got better at it after 2003. We got really good in 2005. We got excellent in 2007, and we kicked ass in 2009. Right.
2: So, if so, how do I how do I know that Briscoe Cain and Tony Tinderholt and Matt Schaefer are not going to come into a special and roll not so much you guys, but roll the other Republicans? How do we know this is not going to be a case where, contrary to what you say, the resolve of the House is going to be? In the persons of the 13 people in the Freedom Caucus, and that's why the House is going to pass all of the Senate's agenda.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know that, and neither do you. Uh, all we know, <laughs> all we. I don't know about what you don't know.
2: I know how much I don't know, and it's <laughs> yeah. too much to talk about. Well, so so I just want to thank we, you. And say. So, so
3: the reality you can of it is. we come back any week. reality right. is, if we, is, if we don't know. But the one thing I do know is that even with the Freedom Caucus, uh, there are ways to deal with them in a positive and a negative way and so it doesn't all have to be negative sticklin right. has been on the county affairs committee for three sessions we have become very good friends and the reality is i treat him with dignity as a member of the legislature yep. and i think that's the important thing to do with any member uh so you know it's not that these some of the folks aren't nice people it's just now everybody's back against the wall and, and so what happens is what happens to anybody who's backed against the wall. Right.
0: What's your take on the, the power dynamic between the speaker and lieutenant governor and, you know, Greg Abbott? I mean, who's calling the shots?
3: OK, the, the reality is I believe the alignment is the governor and the speaker and that uh, lieutenant governor is doing what he's always done, go further and further to the right. And, yes, people like that. But it's not good for the state.
1: Has he created enough room there going to the right that he builds a case in your assessment against Abbott for for a run?
3: I, I do. Uh, I, 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 I hate to say that, but I, I, even though polls say that Abbott is still well-known and well-liked and all of that— but we, we saw what Trump was able to do and Patrick can do the same thing. It's, 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 there's no question so about it. So you
2: don't it. take the Lieutenant Governor, Representative or Chairman, you don't take the, rep, the, the Lieutenant Governor at his word that he does not run. You know, he said several times in answer to a question that, by the way, nobody ever asked. Right. I'm Dan Patrick and I'm not running against Greg Abbott. It's pretty <laughs> right. much how he introduces himself at every speech. So you, well, you don't take him at his that, word.
3: Didn't he say that about Dewhurst? I think he did. Yeah. I think yeah. he did. And then right. he still ran yeah. against him. Yeah. Right. So, you know, one of the things about people who play this game, they they say, their best uh, phrase is, I changed my mind. Yep,
0: pretty easy to do. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. We know you've got a lot of uh, work on your plate today, but we are glad to have you come do a drive-by.
3: Oh, no, it's great. Thanks for the invitation, and I, I look forward to seeing what actually happens, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: right, you and Evan Smith taking, yes. taking wagers.
3: So. <laughs> thank I have you, a so. bet with George P. Bush on this, by the
0: way. Oh, wait, well, you better tell us what that bet is before oh, you uh, we
3: leave. We didn't come up with somebody that said we would be in a special session because Dan Patrick wants one. He says no, and he you say no yes. He says no, and I say yes.
0: <laughs> Good deal. Right. Bye, Chairman. Thank All you. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Good, Gonna do a little a quick little furniture shift here, so I mean, Ross, I'm curious. And don't worry, I'm not doing this just because you've been been around the legislature the longest. But I mean, how, I, I e old. <laughs> yeah. How do these? I'm, I'm doing
1: it because you're old. Yeah. yeah, right.
0: How do these House and Senate dy- dynamics this session compare to previous sessions? I mean, you know, yes, they're fiery and it's been dramatic, and yeah, it's always dramatic at the end. But I mean, is is this worse?
1: It is worse, and I think it's you know it's something that we've all been we've talked about before. The speaker and the lieutenant governor represent different political parties within the GOP. One's a social movement conservative; the other one is more of a business chamber of commerce Republican. And they represent bodies that you know are pretty much aligned with them. And what you're seeing here is really two guys leading different strong factions of the GOP. How much of and, this and is the substance, Democrats are marginalized to a mm-hmm. great extent? How much of this is substance and how much of this is personality? I think most of this is substance. I mean, there have been personality fights for years. I mean, you know, there were moments when, you know, Laney and Bullock weren't getting along. There were moments when Gib Lewis and Bill Hobby weren't getting along. I mean, that kind of stuff ebbs and flows. When
2: one or the other says about the the, other, I like him just fine, this is not about that, do you believe them? Well, they
1: overcome them. I mean, you you know, you just saw Coleman say, you know, Stickland and I are really good friends. They (laughs) clearly agree on almost nothing when they get to the floor and it's a political issue. But, you know, you can work through differences of, of personality in the legislature is sort of built around that. But when you have these factional differences where you have to dig in and represent and the other guys on the other side, then you get backed up against the wall like, like Mr. Coleman was saying. And, and I think that's at the base of the problems in the GOP and the, and the relationships in the legislature.
4: Yeah. And it, I mean, it seems quaint now, but I was looking back at our stories from the, the first half of session. But even in, you know, <laughs> way back then, <laughs> yeah, you know, even back then you had you had Patrick saying stuff like Joe Strauss is out of touch with the voters. Right. I right. mean, he was really laying the groundwork for, I think, this, you know, all out, you know, big bang end of session that we're seeing now.
1: Well, and Strauss telling the, yeah. you know, when you and I were sitting there at the Texas Association of Business Convention, telling those guys, you know, this bathroom bill is going to go unless you raise your voices. That's a business conservative appealing to his this constituency. And you they didn't, and to, so it right. did. Right, yes. right. Well,
4: and, yeah. and and he did say it also in that speech that the governor's opinion would make a difference, and it turns out the governor's opinion didn't make <laughs> a difference. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, well, I yeah. want to,
0: uh, you know, Representative Coleman just said he thought that the alliance really was, you know, that the governor and the speaker were on the same page, and then Dan Patrick's over here. Do you all agree with that? I mean, it seems to me more and more lately that, you know, Abbott is clinging pretty close to Dan Patrick's side. You know, uh, good to keep your what your friends close and your enemies closer. I mean.
4: I think they, they are aligned on what? the hotline All godfather quotes are positive <laughs> contributions. Which, which, which ones are aligned? I, th- I do agree with the idea that toward the end here, Abbott and Patrick are aligned on, mm-hmm. on the major issues, much more than Abbott is aligned with Strauss on the they major were issues. They're aligned on property
2: taxes and they're aligned on
4: bathrooms, right? I think Abbott th- think they have to. I mean, I think,
0: I think if left to his own devices, Abbott would probably lean more Strauss, but I think he has to lean no, more I think, Patrick to protect himself. Are you talking himself.
4: about ideologically or tactically?
0: Tactically. Well, yeah, where I, we are at this point in the session. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe,
4: Damp, yeah. I think Abbott is always going to be more ideologically uh, aligned with. Or Abbott's could always be more ideologically aligned with Dan Patrick, especially when push comes to shove. Tactically, I think, is where there are, there are going to be differences, and mm. maybe Abbott's instincts are, are more close. And to you think to that because the
2: politics of, of Texas at the moment require Abbott to be more in league ideologically with Patrick? That's what I think.
4: I, I believe so, but I think just also in, in his beliefs and principles, he's probably more aligned with just your modern post-Barack the, Obama. The only
1: part of that I would question is tactically. I think it's in Patrick's interest, in, rather in Abbott's interest, to be seen alongside Patrick the differences between Abbott and Patrick are what you could exploit in a primary and if there aren't differences to exploit then there's no rationale for Patrick to run against Abbott
2: I thought your column this week about Patrick and the end of session which I distilled down to it's Dan Patrick's Texas legislature it's Dan Patrick's Texas we just live in it I uh, think that's a very yeah. wise assessment. Finally. and the, <laughs> Yes, don't don't get
0: used to it. <laughs> Your job is extended for another couple right. months. Yeah, right. Yeah, or, next like,
2: or like a week. Yeah. But right. uh, yeah, But the question I have is, was this planned all along? In other words, do you go back now and look at the beginning of the session in the same way that you come to the end of a murder mystery and you unravel it to the point that you go back and now the clues that were not visible to you at the beginning of the murder mystery are now visible?
1: it's a weak governor state and we had a very strong governor for 14 years who yeah. knew how to exploit this system in Rick Perry but he also and, had a weak lieutenant governor by well the way, and right? he did Too. but but you know Perry you know was a, you know turned it into a strong governor state and mm-hmm. it's slipping back into its constitutional form which is the lieutenant governor is more powerful in a lot of cases especially during the first 4 Months of a legislative session than the Governor is. You don't
2: blame Abbott. you and, blame
1: the Constitution. Well, I you know he, <laughs> didn't, he he was handed a leash he didn't hold. Um, but but Patrick sort of stepped into a void as well. I mean, two things happened here. But I think, you know, I think the lieutenant Governor's agenda is the agenda that we're all, um, following here. That's, it's, it's his songbook. It's not the governor's songbook. It's not the speaker's songbook. It's the lieutenant governor's. The other Question. part of
2: your call that I love was that the lo- even in his losses, he wins. The idea that somehow Dan Patrick controlled the conversation in the session, even to the extent that when he lost, the losses were on his terms.
0: So if we are well, talking about that, that space between Abbott and Patrick, uh, John Hastings asked on Facebook, why would Patrick ever run for governor? I mean, he would actually lose power.
1: This was the argument Bullock's staff always made to Bullock, was why do you want to cut ribbons for? Why don't you exercise real power? And you know, for various reasons, Bullock finally agreed with that. I think mostly because he didn't have a governor he could beat. But
0: so, I mean, you were Patrick. You were talking about tactically. You know that Abbott, you think, is more like Strauss tactically. And Strauss has been someone tactically who's said, you know, yeah. I mean, he's probably
4: a tad bit more pragmatic than Dan Patrick.
0: Right. Like I let the will of the house prevail. Why isn't Abbott weighing in publicly in a big way on some of these key issues at the end of the session? What time is he biding? Yeah, I think that's that's interesting.
4: And I was thinking about this. There was, in in what I perceive to be at least, there was this window, I want to say, for like 12 hours after the bathroom, (laughs) 12 to maybe 18 hours. I think it was early Monday, basically, where I think Abbott could have come out and actually said something. He could have said... He could have basically come out and said, we're going to wrap this up. We got the bathroom amendment, which by all appearances, Abbott, I think, was satisfied with. Right. You're um, talking about the Patty amendment. The Patty yes, amendment, the, which Dan well, Patrick the, now says he's not satisfied. This with is right. the
2: slim down Simmons, the right. Slimmons, right. Slimmons
4: yeah. amendment. The <laughs> and I think there was tactically for, in, did for did Abbott, yes. there was a small window on Monday where he could have come out and said something and said, look, we got a bathroom amendment. I know I wanted rollback rates and, and property taxes, but I'm willing to to maybe take a take a loss on that to avoid a special session. Um, and he could have kind of come Out and maybe tried to wrap this up in a bow, but he, you know, I think he didn't. didn't. And And then we got a statement on Monday afternoon, I believe. All the days run together. From Dan Patrick saying he was not, you know, suggesting the Patty Amendment was not good enough. you think
2: Abbott would have taken the property tax loss?
4: I don't know, but there could have been some effort to, to spin it, at least, I or
0: or to find some kind of compromise on that, and at least tie a bow on the bathroom thing, so that they could you exactly
4: know. he could have at least in that period right. uh, declared Said, victory. Okay, on
0: we fabulous. got that yeah. done. Let's. I want, wonder if yeah. we'd
2: be having a different conversation or any conversation at all with Garnet Coleman if the only so-called bad bill that got attached to the county Affairs bill had been the property tax rollback thing if the bathroom thing had not been challenged well, you by know the
1: mm-hmm. I mean this is one of those where you have to be able to count you know what Coleman said about the property tax rollback was that the house has too many rural members to pass that amendment they are strongly against that it's one of those this isn't a party line thing this is you know the the rural Republicans and you know I mean they might have to vote one way or the other if you put it on the floor but they looked at that and said you know this this our, our county and local governments are going crazy about this. No. And that's why they got the bill they got.
4: <laughs> I was going to ask about this when Representative Coleman was here. But, did, I mean, did the Senate think that no one would uh, notice this last night? I mean, I don't understand necessarily. Well, everybody was I mean, asleep like me. No, I mean, there's plenty me of eyeballs on the, on the the floor at this point. In session, I, 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 mean. I
0: think they knew that people would notice. I think it was just the sort of last ditch effort. Sure, you know, like yeah. we, they, for they them were, to be able to say we've yeah. done everything I we can. I rewatched the video
4: this morning. They were literally the last two, I believe the last two or last among yeah, the last a, two or three amendments. A bunch of us
0: were texting about how yeah. dull it was last night. Yeah. And then, you know. Right. Suddenly, that's famous last. You never text that it, it's dull. So, so, Ross, what
2: you again have been at this longer than the rest of us, i.e., old. So, uh, okay, Gandalf, yeah, I'm great. I'm <laughs> exactly like a young man. I mean, I'm no no civ tech here. But uh, tech. what what uh, what happens now?
1: We find out whether these are really digging your heel issues or not. You know, Coleman's not going to present that bill. There's not another way that I have seen. Put a big asterisk on that. There's not another way that I've seen to present to the House another version of the to resurrect bill. this right. stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, so Colman kills there's not it. There is room on that. There is room on the yeah. property tax bill. The property tax bill is going to conference committee. Senate says this, House says this you could come out of that with another, right. another deal, but, but there's not really but, but there's a way a to bathroom, bathroom conference bathroom
2: But is there not a bathroom there's,
0: conference? There's not. There, not yet, but there but, probably and, will and be. And the
1: bigger bathroom bill is not germane to the bill that the House attached the Patty mm-hmm. Amendment to. So the, the other pieces here are- right. Oh,
2: that's I, interesting. I think, so even if they got a conference on that bill, the school right. safety bill, they really can't mess with the bathroom unless amendment- the House, a,
1: Unless the House votes to uh, go outside the bounds and go it, bigger. Interesting. And so mm-hmm. the budget is done, the House needs to vote, the Senate needs to vote, Even if you wanted to go to to force a special session, you can pass the budget and you still have the sunset safety net bill in the Senate. That's another subject to conference. You could put all these pieces together or not. And I think, you know, if a governor steps in one way or the other, he gets to decide.
0: Doesn't he want to doesn't Abbott want to avoid a special session at all costs? Like, why does he want to give. Dan Patrick, an additional X weeks, months yeah, of airtime. $20 air million?
1: Dollars yeah, I think that was a
2: great way of free putting media. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the, flip, here's the flip side. I'll make the counter case on that. If he doesn't call a special, then the grassroots guys, the movement guys, say the ability to pass a bathroom bill and, by the way, other priorities that we didn't get during this session was in Greg Abbott's hands, and he punted He could have called a special if it was important enough. If he cared enough about this, if he really cared about this, he would have called a special. This is the daylight argument. Is he
1: more worried about daylight between him and Patrick in front of Republican voters? Or, I mean, you know, he hasn't really said, I'm over here or I'm over there. It may not be a governor's race that determines it. He can, but he's in a position to say, and was, as Patrick points out, in a position to say on Sunday and Monday, you know, salute the House version and let it it Mm. move on.
0: A question on Facebook from uh, David Brockman. So Patrick may be running the discussion for now, but his politics don't do anything to expand the GOP base long term. Is this a suicidal political strategy long term?
4: Well, I mean, uh, you know, I think contrary to the premise of that Patrick does believe that he is he is you know he believes that some of these issues including uh, you know the bathroom issue are bipartisan issues that draw in on you know unconventional supporters I mean that has been his talking point throughout the session so while that may not be a hundred and you know hundred percent factual based on all the research mm. that you could you could accrue but I think he believes he is acting in a way mm. uh, that is productive for the, for the Texas Republican Party
0: also I'll, it's about the here and now I mean right yeah politics
1: yeah. is existential you go right. in the moment and you, you know i'm winning all right so you know? let's
0: add, so let's stay within the
2: moment quickly around special session yes or no <laughs>
0: lightning I... round no
2: special session yes or no
1: no yes
2: yes <laughs> okay they're both wrong <laughs> this is john mclaughlin <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> patrick challenges abbott for governor yes or no no yes or no no yes or no no Hell no. Hell <laughs> oh, the, to then the why no. did you ask? But that? If the, because but, but, Coleman sat here saying, "I think that it's essentially bullshit that Abbott, that, that, that but, Patrick is not running against Abbott." In the same
1: way that it was bullshit, Patrick was not same, running against. Same yours. caveat on both questions, though, what? is where it depends on where this lands. Do we go to a special session? A, is it because the governor aligned with Patrick or with Strauss? B, who wins in the special session, and what's the assessment of the battle ahead? Mm-hmm. After that's all over, do you look at it and you go, you know, well, I wasn't going to run for governor, but now I am. Or do you look at it and say, well, people were talking about me running well, for governor, but I never was.
2: And that's the argument against Abbott holding fire on a special. Because if he does hold fire on a special, then it does give Patrick an argument to make against Abbott. Well, the, the, you know, I, I like Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott's a good man. But he and I differed on the importance of these issues. And he could have called a special session to bring us back and deal with this stuff. And he didn't.
0: Speaking of holding right. fire, where was the business community when push came to shove on the bathroom bill that ended up in the bathroom? Passing? Maybe. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had, we had a story on this uh, earlier this week. You know. According to people that we talked to, you know, they were effectively neutral on this amendment. Um,
0: Neutered or neutral? Yes. And, uh,
4: you know, the the two reasons that were provided was that it was a quickly moving situation. They have a very broad coalition that they represent. Um, It didn't sound like they were entirely plugged into this this very quickly moving deal or this kind of uh, obviously was orchestrated by House leadership, so they didn't know all the details of it moving very quickly. Um, that was one reason why they decided to stay neutral. And I think like a lot of other people who've been monitoring this issue at the Capitol and who've been against the bathroom issue, they they recognize that this was probably the least worst way to, to wrap this up. That was three days ago. <laughs> Obviously, things have changed since then. Um, so they probably thought that this was kind of the, the way to do you know, deal with it definitively, and it wouldn't be as damaging as something that could come up in a, in a special session.
0: What's fascinating to me about this version being the least worst option is it really makes it look like the business community stopped intervening when it only involved public schools and school children. Sure. I mean, if the right. whole premise behind this bill in the first case, all that testimony that we heard was about you know, this being about privacy and, you know, kids being protected oh, from it, adult from predators. Community. I'm not
2: suggesting that the business community didn't care about that stuff. I would suggest just quiet. that. But I will absolutely say that what the business community cared about was the economic impact of this right. bill on the and, state. And
4: the, it's a, I mean, you know, they haven't been necessarily silent in the wake of that mm-hmm. amendment the Texas Association business provided a statement to reporters who asked for it, saying they're still extremely concerned about the mm-hmm. perception, I think perception being the key word of this amendment and, and subsequent bill and what it could do. Well, and part of the trick to that is, you know, provided a statement
1: to reporters who asked for right. it right? Yeah. promoting yeah. a point yeah. of view. Yeah, the qualifications. You know, you for, could look you at know, another right. bill and see what's happened to business here. The, you know, one of the prevailing uh, factions in the state's eight-year sanctuary cities fight has been business. In 2011, right. Charles Butt and Uh, the late Bob Perry were influential in in killing uh, the bill that the House would like to have passed this time. Um, Business never showed its face in that. It came down to police chiefs and and minority groups and uh, some others, but the business influence on what was previously perceived as a big labor force issue was completely vacuous, they were Mm -hmm. gone.
0: Mm Good question on Facebook from Deborah Caldwell. We were having an email exchange about this on our staff earlier. Who's the biggest loser this session? Who's the biggest victim?
1: The 31 members of the Senate. You think? Well, I just think they've been quiet. It's like the Hallelujah Chorus over Mm -hmm. there. They've kind of done whatever the lieutenant governor wanted to do. It's like Mm -hmm. a one-man Senate.
0: So they're like the domestic violence victim? (laughs) I think the answer
2: is potentially. We don't don't know yet, but potentially the, the Texas brand. I think that's probably right. Hmm. So we come out of a session in which you pass legislation that bans sanctuary cities and raise the specter that uh, discrimination, racial profiling, and all that sends a message out to the country that Texas is somehow discriminatory. You pass a bathroom bill that sends a message out to the country, whether you agree or not, that the state is discriminatory. You pass a bill on foster care that allows the national headlines, at least correct or incorrect, to be that Texas is making it so that Jews, Muslims, and gay people can't adopt Adopt foster children. Um, and on, and on, and on, and on.
0: But how is that different from the, any previous session?
2: Well, there's, I think it's more and more 2-2 two, two this session. I, I mean, think the that gay the marriage stuff. Things, I think the brand of Texas potentially, potentially
4: risks tarnish. Yeah. And you Worse have to, than keep, HB2? I mean, there's a great AP story on this, but we, we all know this, obviously. But, I mean, there's going to be, it, it appears to be, there's going to be more litigation right. than past sessions coming out of this mm-hmm. session. So you're going to have right. abortion, transgender rights, immigration, all these issues are going to i think going to have a much We're longer be, you know, not to mention voter id and redistricting right exactly no. so right. i think that uh that that could add to the fact that you know
0: ken paxton's going to be yeah. busy in addition to his other troubles right.
1: well and in addition to that if you have a special session on these issues you're going to bring a national focus to it that you haven't oh. had during the last 140 days
0: mm-hmm. and so where are we at this juncture on abbott's priorities has he gotten most of the things he wanted, he got. He, CP- he
2: got CPS reform of the sort where he can claim victory. He right. got sanctuary cities where he can claim victory. Certainly, ethics is about
1: half seas. It's yeah, you know, but it's better it's, than it's last legal. time. He's he's better than the last time, state. but it's not mm-hmm. convention right. of convention states. states. Convention of it states, and uh, looks like he's going to get a voter ID bill. That late-breaking entry in the emergency list. What Did we ever get to pre-K? the get
2: to the answer of the question I asked you this question today, and she asked it? Raffel and she asked it last night on the, on the House floor. Have we had a, a an emergency item
1: identified by the governor? this late in a session before i, I would hate to say no because somebody will pop it up and they did it as a procedural measure you know right. the house calendars were backed up we were up against deadlines and there were a gazillion bills in front of it unless right. you say i'm going to put pixie dust on this one bill making an emergency it gets its own calendar that yeah. jumps the line
2: i've only been here for 13 sessions you've been here longer old
1: that's right
2: but, uh, that yeah. but 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 I don't remember any time where a bill where, where anything was
4: identified as an emergency was
1: it was a nice procedural move right
4: yeah but Abbott is I think Abbott has gotten everything to the point where he's on right. the verge of being able to claim credit mm-hmm. right. um you know as far as his priorities are concerned which again is why you know it's, you know it's not really in his I, I don't think that's one argument against why he would want to call a special session. I right. Think. right.
0: Uh, well, speaking of top priorities, what is this deal about Sid Miller and a barbecue bill in honor of Texas Monthly's list?
2: <laughs> uh, the the, 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 Ag, the Ag, <laughs> Ag Culture Commissioner's view uh, of, Thank uh, later. of a bill passed this session carried by Jam Lozano in the House, right. which seeks to exempt barbecue restaurants from consumer protections,
1: is that that bill ought to be uh, vetoed by the governor. This is the weights and scales thing. This is one of those things where, you know, one of the very first jobs of government was to make sure you weren't getting cheated by a retailer on weights and scales. And so the Ag Commission goes around to all the barbecue places and say, when you buy a pound of brisket, does the scale weigh out a pound or Mm -hmm. just give you 0.9 pounds? And there are a
2: couple barbecue restaurants in the state that over time have not uh, been subject to these uh, restrictions or regulations and the right. Ag Commissioner doesn't like that and instead of this bill taking it more in the direction of consumer protection and in mind that Commissioner Miller is taking it away from regulations so that no barbecue restaurant would be subject to the regulations he's writing about so he has asked Governor Abbott to veto this bill whether he will or not we'll, we'll, we'll see
0: and we haven't heard anything from the Governor on this no. barbecue bill
1: No, still, still messing with the brisket no. we'll see
0: Still messing with the brisket. That is basically the motto for the end of the legislative session. (laughs) That is all the time we have. If you have questions or comments, you can email them to tribcast at texastribune.org. And if you value the Tribune's nonprofit, nonpartisan newsroom, and why wouldn't you, please consider (laughs) making a donation. With with discussion
2: like this. (laughs) Yeah, at
0: support.texastribune.org. And if you like what you hear, please go online and rate us on iTunes. We will be back with you next week to let you know whether we will be seeing you again in another session Uh, that's all we got see you next time and then we'll free you to get back to the capital excellent thank you go kill shit